1: Hello, everybody at home, and welcome. This is Punch It, writing in Star Trek. I am your co-host, Tristan Riddell, and with me, as always, is...
0: Charlene Schmidt.
1: Charlene Schmidt, I'm excited for this episode today because this kind of touches on something that we did a couple of episodes ago where we were talking about short treks, and we were talking about the latest short treks treks that were uh, released on CBS All Access. It was the triple episode and the elevator episode. Ah, uh, because I completely blanking on the actual titles.
0: Q and A, and the trouble with Edward.
1: You'd think I'd be able to remember Q and A. Three It's so characters. easy. It's hard. It's true. And uh, <laughs> we had a uh, a listener give us a suggestion, and this is really a heck of a suggestion. Like yeah. sometimes we'll get these emailed to us. Or, uh, you know, like tweeted to us or messaged to us on Facebook or something like that. And we'll put them in the idea bank. We're like, oh, this is good. Uh, We'll get to that when we can. Or whenever we're blanking on something, we go back to that bank. But this one was so good. We're just like, you know what? We need to do this ASAP. And before we get into that topic, uh, I want to talk about how you too can reach out to us. You too can contact us and give us an idea to talk about, give us a topic, or you can uh, tell us how we're doing, whatever you wanna do, however you wanna contact us, what you need to do is go to the nerd party. Just say hi, say how do you do, say uh, you're doing a great job, say here's five stars, here's a sticker, whatever you wanna do, (laughs) bake us a pie.
0: Gold star for Tristan and Char. Hey, that rhyme. What
1: you do is you go to the nerdparty.com/ slash contact. From there, you can select punch it and then fill out the form. It'll send us an email, and uh, if it's a uh, if it's a good idea, we'll bank it. If it's uh, if it's a, uh, a praise, we'll accept it. And uh, one thing you can also do is if you want to praise us and make it make it legal, you can go to uh, iTunes or wherever you you listen to us and uh, give us a review. If you give us a five star review, we'll mention you on the show. You can give us any kind of review you want. Yeah, but five you stars can be critical. Gets you mentioned on the show. So, Char, you have that tweet loaded. How about you I release do. it? I do.
0: Yeah, let's read it. This comes from Shelf Nerds, which is a great handle by the way. Well done. It is. it is. And this is the idea. If short treks are used to both experiment with storytelling and weave a connected universe together, then what kinds of short treks would you have wanted to have seen weaving the TNG, DS9 and Voyager era together? Now, this is one of those that we just, we looked at it and we both said, heck yeah, we got to do this while it's white hot in our brains. And sometimes this happens. We'll just take an idea right away. Other times they have to marinate a little bit. This is one that we've just, we've got to do right now because short treks are so in the moment right now. We're getting a new one really soon.
1: Yes, that's true. And it's actually going to have a a lot of screen time for Anson Mount as Captain Pike. Because he's gotten cameos in the past too. Yes. But this one is like, boom, no. no Captain this Pike this is Pike. Which
0: is- this is the Pike short trek, and I'm looking forward to it very much. But I'm also very excited about this topic because this is our wheelhouse, TNG, DS9, and Voyager in a short trek format. Now, the, what was the first thing you thought about when you read this topic? Was there anything thematically that came to mind uh, or just structure-wise, anything at all?
1: Thematically, no. It, I didn't have an idea pop in my head right away. I was really just like, "Oh, damn!" Like, I I totally wish that happened. Uh, right. But with with what we're doing, uh, the main thing that I kind of thought of is like, okay, well, you know, are we doing it in the? Are we doing this in the '90s? Are we doing it when the shows were airing, or are we doing short treks now that kind of connect the 24th century together? And if that's the case, are we doing it Picard style? Like, are these you know, pseudo-Picard short treks that weave the 24th century together, you know, TNG, <laughs> Deep Space Nine, and Voyager, or are we going back in time and saying like, hey, you know, like Writer's Room of the 90s, let's see if we can uh, put something up on the early interwebs or or something to the effect of, <laughs> oh, we have it air on, oh. on Saturday night, you know, when nobody's watching. I don't know, we we, we release it on video cassette. I don't know, something.
0: <laughs> short treks on video cassette would have been amazing.
1: 1999 but, for 6 minutes worth of content.
0: Yes, cuz I have nightmares still about downloading videos. Like, remember the trailers that they would do, the previews for the fall or the next episode? You could download those on the internet in the mid-90s and it was something like 5 megabytes, but it would take at least an hour on your dial-up modem and you bet I did that.
1: Oh my gosh! Yeah, I remember even talking to my dad because he said he's like he's like, "Why are you online so much?" But you're not actually at the computer. So said, "I'm like, I am downloading every single preview ever done of every episode ever made." Oh my why gosh! Yeah, why and they can't were just so this?
0: tiny, but on our six hundred and forty by four hundred and eighty pixel screens, it was amazing.
1: It's true. It was like two hundred pixels wide yes. and like. 20 Twelve frames a second, not even twenty-four Just, frames a second. Yeah,
0: it would look awful today, but back then it was amazing because you were watching video on your computer and you downloaded it from the internet.
1: And then you burnt it onto a CDR, and you could only fit like, you know, like <laughs> twenty of them at a time.
0: Oh my God! What those were the days. They really were. Those were oh my the God. days. Those, okay.
1: So, regardless of that.
0: Okay. Yeah. That aside. Now. Now that we've digressed, my thought is that. These were short treks of the 90s. These, this is the mid-90s. TNG has, they kind of know, TNG's in its last season. DS9 is airing. Voyager is being planned. And they want to do little stories to cross over and weave together something. That's that's where my brain went. thats
1: I think that's the best way to go, is go into the 90s, say, like, this is what we're doing. Okay, so you want to do it around that timeline where I do. DS9 is DS9 is wrapping up. I'm no, sorry, no. no TNG is TNG is wrapping up. Yeah, Deep Space Nine is going steady, and Voyager is on the horizon.
0: Yeah, so we've got Rick Berman, Brennan Braga, Jerry Taylor, Michael Piller, Iris Stephen Bear. Uh, probably, I think Robert Hewitt Wolf is on there on mm-hmm. DS9 right now. We've got kind of the dream team, you know, that first golden age of Star Trek. It's in full swing. And they kind of want to commemorate it with these little tidbits, these missing scenes, little short stories that don't necessarily fit into an episode. uh, But they want to do something special. And so they come up with this format way ahead of its time. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: the first thing that comes to mind really is just crossover, crossover, crossover to weave these things together.
1: Oh yeah, they would ha- they would cross over hard, but at the same right. time, like these are even though these are you know these are creatives, these are the people who brought us the 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 Star Trek we know and love. What, you know, regardless of what you think of them, we all have our <laughs> our opinions on each sure. name that Char just listen, li- uh, listed. But you know that regardless of all the crossovers, they would use this to promote Voyager hard.
0: Oh heck yeah! But also, I'm thinking the end of TNG.
1: And once again, Deep Space Nine, the red-headed stepchild at right. the time, and, oh, would be yeah. overlooked. Well, well,
0: while DS9 is there, okay, but <laughs> yeah, sorry DS9, we're not really knocking on you, but that was the attitude back then.
1: So, okay, you got to have Picard in there, right? You got to have Picard, you got to have Cisco. What if they um, yes. you know, somehow they are, hmm, you know, because we haven't seen them together since the first episode of Deep Emissary. Space Nine.
0: right. And they don't exactly well. No, it's more Cisco. He doesn't like Picard. He blames Picard for Wolf Three Five Nine. Would right. it be cool to have a short trek where perhaps they bury the hatchet a little bit?
1: Oh, perfect! Absolutely. I think that's. I think that's something that would be really great to see. I think that would be really cathartic for the fans because. Bingo. You know we don't really have mini captain to captain crossover. I mean like we had an mm-hmm. entire film on it with Picard and 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 Kirk and you know and they they got together and they had a really unique partnership and but then you have Picard and Cisco and it ended you know really weird because like at the beginning of the episode it was Cisco angry at Picard and at the end of the episode it was Picard talking to Cisco saying like I don't know if I can do, I, I don't know if I can trust you. You know, like you said you were gonna leave. How why would I put you in lead of an entire station in something so important? And then it just kind of went off of trust. I think what would be interesting, oh, wait, no, like we're in the, we're in the nineties. So uh, (laughs) I'm trying to think like, if we, if we kind of, you know, played with the timeline just a little bit and it wasn't so, uh, if we, if it wasn't so hard nosed on like TNG is ending, what if we did like a, like when first contact came out?
0: Okay. I think that's fair. Sure. So
1: it's post-first contact. Maybe they are helping deliver the Defiant back to Deep Space Nine.
0: Yeah! I love it! And that way you can get Worf involved.
1: You get Worf involved. Like, they're towing the Defiant, or they're making repairs on the way. And, you know, like, the Enterprise-E had to be there anyway for whatever reason. And and then so we have Worf, who kind of... Um, Okay, like so, like Picard's on 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 Deep Space Nine. Cisco comes in and says, like, well, you know, what'd you do to the ship? You know, what's going on? And um, <laughs> Worf introduces Picard to Cisco, and Cisco's like, "We've met."
0: Yeah. So the feelings of bitterness still there. They come roaring back. How do we fix this? How do we want to repair this relationship?
1: I think it's. It, it's a nice bookend because they're just coming off of a Borg adventure. Yes. And Picard confronted a lot of those feelings during First Contact. Yes. He confronted his own anger at the Borg, his own um, humanity being stripped away. And like he, you know, like he We saw him do that in the episode Family right after Best of Both Worlds. And so we saw him do it again in First Contact after a couple of years went by. And so what if Picard opens, maybe, I feel like Picard would be the first one to kind of offer the olive branch.
0: You think so? Okay.
1: And so what if Picard is the one who says, like, I know we ended up, he's, because, you know, Cisco's a captain now, I think, mm-hmm. at this time.
0: By first contact time, yes.
1: Yeah. And so I think they're able to speak captain to captain now. It's no longer captain and commander. So like that, that formality, that level of formality is kind of gone. So Cisco's not afraid to speak his mind. Picard knows that Cisco can talk to him candidly because they're the same rank. And what if Picard says like, listen, of course, you know, not like this, but the essence of this. like sure. I've been, con- I've been confronting some of my own feelings. I realize that um, I've had a lot of anger issues and a lot of sensitivity about my time with the Borg. And even though I was stripped of my humanity and I had no control over my actions, I still feel responsible for what happened. And those, those feelings haunt me to this day. And I know that your wife is a part of that. and Or, or something along those lines. M- maybe not that direct.
0: Yes, because Picard's not the type to open up that quickly and that much. Right. I feel like it would be much more of a progression of kind of like breaking open a coconut where, <laughs> you know, it's going to start off just really hardcore, difficult for a while. And then eventually it's going to crack open. But we've got to, we're going to have some really kind of awkward uh, read between the lines kind of conversation at first. And then eventually they're going to reach a point of comfort with each other where they really do open up, talk about their experiences. I think maybe Cisco will realize that Picard does have some empathy for what Sisko went through, losing Jennifer. Mm-hmm. But then Sisko is also going to empathize with Picard, knowing that he's coming off of a, yet another engagement with the Borg. And this has to have some trauma on him, you know?
1: I, I think, I, I agree with everything you just said, because I think that's how it needs to go. Like it needs to be subtle at first. They break down the the, the walls. Maybe they find some common ground here and there. And now that Cisco's a captain, you know, like he has a little bit more command experience. He can understand when things are out of his control. Sure. And like his fight with the Dominion and the Founders, and I'm losing track on timeline here, but, you know, just like certain things have happened to Sisko where whether it's, you know, from the religious sect on uh, on Bajor, you know, screwing with his life or, or like the Cardassians trying to take the station or the Klingons and everything like that. He's had a uh-huh. lot of life command experience where things are just completely out of his control and he was right. blamed for it maybe or like because he's the commander of the station, he's blamed for it. And so... Somehow that gets woven in where he starts to appreciate Picard's position a little bit more, even though it's on an incredibly personal level because it's the loss of his wife.
0: Sure. He also gets it. Let's consider the fact that this is a couple more years removed from that. He's had time to process and heal and has a different perspective on the whole thing. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Even though it was years before, every year adds more time and maturity.
0: Certainly, certainly. But then, yeah, I love that idea of maybe relating to Picard, captain to captain. And I would almost like to see or hear Sisko say, could I ask you a question, captain to captain? Mm
1: -hmm, And maybe mm -hmm. it
0: starts off with some sort of current situation happening on Deep Space Nine at that time, but then it kind of transforms into the Borg, what Picard just went through and all of that. And maybe there's some cool thing of uh, mentioning Worf to like, oh, Worf speaks so highly of you. Mm. you know something yeah, yeah, cutesy yeah, yeah. like that yeah yeah where i feel like they're just having a drink at quarks and they're having this convo
1: i see them walking the promenade i, I see them oh. i like Here, here's what popped in my head just now where say that uh you know like say picard says something like hey last time i was here i didn't really get a proper tour uh oh. you know like could i could i so, see the station and social Cisco, nice Social niceties, and so Cisco says, "Like, I'm yes, I'm sure uh, uh, Major Kira here could be could show you around." And Picard's like, "Actually, it would be great if I I could get the tour from you."
0: Yeah, yeah. But then so, we got to get to the heart of why he's requesting Cisco in particular.
1: Yes, and I think you can see that Cisco's annoyed, and he yes. as he goes through the tour, he's just very robotic. He's like, "This is the promenade." X many species live here, um, there's, the, there's the replimat, you know, just like super, yeah, like, not interested. Yeah, the
0: down the hall. <laughs> yeah,
1: that kind of thing. And then Picard kind of senses it. He's like, the reason why I requested you is because I wanted to let you know that I have not forgot about our conversation X amount of years ago. And I have been keeping up on your career and your, and your progress here, and I want to say that I can't imagine anybody else being stationed here And doing the job. Like, he's just like, he's like, like listen, like, I told, he's like, I told you I'd be watching you. I told you that I'd be doing X. I'm not sure if you're ready. I'm not sure if I can permit you to do this, but obviously you were ready and this is proof like that kind of thing.
0: Cool. Cool. And that might be just enough to open Cisco up leading Mm -hmm. into, Hey, can I ask you a question captain to captain? And then they're really getting into it. Yeah. I think that'd be the way to go.
1: And then they, great. It ends where it begins, where they're at the airlock, and instead of an awkward face-to-face encounter, they actually shake hands and leave.
0: Perfect. Done. And also, budget-wise, this would not be bad at all. You could say that maybe they're coming back very late. Everything is kind of closed. So you could have minimal (laughs) sets, extras, no special effects. You don't need it. You just have the set. It's very minimalistic in a way. Almost theatrical. You are so focused on them. And with these two actors, they could pull it off no problem.
1: Oh, that would be, oh, geez. That would be beautiful with uh, uh, Stuart and Brooks together again. Oh, power. Yeah, that'd be amazing. I think that's pretty good.
0: That's not bad at all. Okay, so that's kind of a nice bridging the gap with TNG and DS9. Now, putting Voyager into the equation, we know that Voyager launched from Deep Space Nine into the Badlands.
1: Yes. Yes. I am wondering though, if we, if you have something for that, let me know. But the, the first thing that popped in my head, I was like, not to be just because we kind of joked about like, you know, leaving Deep Space Nine in the dust. I am, I kind of am overcompensating. I'm like, let's do another Cisco storyline where <laughs> I'm always, I know we probably should diversify, but with Cisco, I was always fascinated at his time at Utopia Planitia. And how he was a ship designer. He helped design the Defiant. He helped build her. He was there. He's smart. He he knows how to do this. And we know that Voyager was built at Utopia Planitia and launched at Deep Space Nine. So, so
0: yeah. do you suppose Cisco is a real geek for the intrepid class? He's like, he's keeping tabs on it. And, oh, my God, these new features, the bioneural gel packs. That's an amazing idea.
1: Yeah, like that kind of thing where I, I, we toyed around with I, this idea when we started doing captain swaps. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know, a couple months ago, where like, what if uh, Captain Cisco was the captain of the of the Vo- of Voyager? Yes. And we pulled into the whole Utopia Planitia thing where he helped design her. So, what if? Yeah, Voyager is there. Voyager's at Deep Space Nine, and you know, like we could just do the casual, you know, captain to captain, give me a tour thing, like we just did. With Picard and Cisco, but with this one, it would be an added geek thing where he's just like, like, this is a way, think of it from a production standpoint, from a promotional standpoint, this is a way to show off Voyager, all the sets, all the glitz, all the glamour. Oh my God.
0: I freaking love this. My 1994 version, Char would be geeking out right along with these guys. So hardcore, it would make me giddy. And you're so right from a production standpoint, you can show off the sets, the Mm -hmm. features, and we're just, oh, what a pretty ship
1: seriously you'd be like this is our transporter room this is our med bay this is engineering and now this is the bridge you know like we get to see every single set and cisco's just like oh i remember designing this aspect i remember doing that oh you changed this she's like yeah that i did that on purpose because of x y and z
0: (laughs) i kind of feel like though that it for a short trek it might need to be a little condensed into the more unique features of voyager so maybe things like, oh yeah, the nacelles move, here's the warp core, like we're still going to show off sets, but we're mm-hmm. going to have to, I don't know, be, I don't know, a little more focused about it. It can't just be a the, the grand tour, it's got to be story focused. Like maybe Cisco's <laughs> I- really eager to see a bioneural gel pack, and okay, here's the circuitry, blah, 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 and... I don't know exactly where we're going with all of that, like as far as the story structure goes, I think is where I'm having problems.
1: I I totally understand that and (laughs) I get what you're saying, but from a 1990s perspective of promoting Voyager, you know that there would be zero story, that it would just be this.
0: (laughs) I think we can do better, Tristan. We have to be better.
1: I know that we can do better, but I'm saying that from a real world perspective, that is all that it would be.
0: Well, okay. And all right, let's let's really put this into perspective. If this were just a tour, this would not be a short trek. This would be like the E special. Where Cable yes. Grew, a la Captain Janeway is going to give us the tour of the ship, in which I think she actually did a little bit. Like oh, here's she very Harry much Kim's did. console, and this is where Chicote sits. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, that's 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 absolutely what it would be, just in the form of a short track. Now, if we wanted to do something different, now before we go into like what kind of story could we tell, one thing that I know that would happen, at least in retrospect, be using hindsight, they'd go to the med bay, and he says he's like, "Don't you have one of those new EMHs?" And she goes, "Yeah, absolutely, we do." Yes. And he's like, "He's like, how do you activate it?" He, she, she says, "I'd rather not do it right now, like." <laughs>
0: <laughs> His personality is abrasive. And Cisco because says, actually, Well, try me. And so cameo, Robert Picardo.
1: Here's okay, here's the double-edged sword here. The reason why I said uh we I don't want to activate him right now because I was trying to avoid any kind of canon issues because he says I was first activated <gasps> in the Delta oh. Quadrant. But yeah, but in the episode relativity, we see that he is activated while they're still in Dry Dock. Of Utopia Planitia.
0: Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. So they screwed with their canon. We'll screw with it too. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) That's that's the general guideline, right? Is if they're going to screw it up, we have the right to do it too.
1: Oh, yeah. Nobody screws with canon more than Star Trek
0: producers. (laughs) So we're just following their bad example.
1: Exactly. So, okay. So how do we turn this into a story? We don't want anything life-threatening. We don't want anything crazy.
0: Oh, no, no, no. No, this is all now, about what if, celebrating Voyager.
1: What if a turbo lift? What if Picard and Janeway are stuck in a turbo lift together, and they just ask each other questions and answer? Oh wait, no, that wait, was. Wait,
0: d- yeah, what? No, also this is Cisco and Janeway, and I honestly say? I would have loved to have seen those two interact. Cisco and Janeway. Yeah. What did I say? Picard.
1: Oh jeez. I was just telling a joke, anyway. But no, Cisco and Janeway.
0: Yeah, I wonder how that would go. You know, I think if Cisco approaches Janeway like, "Hey, I'm a total geek for your ship. Can you give me a tour?" She'd be all about it.
1: And he would do that really cool Avery Brooks smile, and like he he makes that noise. He's like, "Hey,"
0: like but like <laughs> way deeper. Yep, yep, yep. Or it's
1: it's almost like a growl, like. Huh. <laughs> like it like super like yeah yeah because but
0: he's he's totally giddy and she is giddy because she he's he wants to talk science and new innovation mm-hmm. and whatnot and this is her baby she's happy to show it off to a fellow captain and uh yeah I mean oh
1: we could we could totally get cameos from the quote unquote first officer and chief medical officer and <laughs> We're chief engineer. Die. Yeah, who are totally going to die. And so people are like, oh, wow, this is weird. Okay, like these guys are kind (laughs) of (laughs) bland.
0: I like that as a little bit of foreshadowing.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Ooh, should we talk a little bit about personnel? Like did, say, Jane may want to have somebody from Deep Space Nine on her crew. And Cisco begged her to not poach from his staff.
1: Maybe that's what we can make this. Maybe, yeah, maybe that's how we can make the story. I think that's a great idea. Great okay, idea. Okay, Where she, like, she comes, like, so Voyager's there, Janeway's there, and, uh, uh, you know, Cisco says, give me a tour. Like, I hear you want to talk to me. How You know, like, give me a tour while you do it. Like, I helped design this thing. And so maybe she comes, maybe she brings on her false pretenses, you know, saying like, oh, I, I heard you helped design Voyager. Would you like to see her? And then that's when she says, you know what? Um... We're kind of sans as science officer right now. Like, Jadzia Dax has a really great record.
0: <laughs> you know, I kind of want to do a slightly different approach. Can I pitch something? Go for it. Uh, so, they're doing the tour of the ship and whatnot. I think it's Cisco who brings up the whole idea. And I love, it's got to be Jadzia as the science officer uh, saying... I, I, I have a feeling this is not just about the tour. And May said, mm-hmm. Oh, really? You know, her coy little <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> letting him take the lead just to see what he has to say. And basically, I think Cisco is going to say, Look, I understand why you want Jedzia Dax on, on your ship. She is a fantastic officer, she would do well anywhere, but I need her. And that's why I fought your request but then you I know think, what uh, Oh, yeah. twist twist what if it had been jadzia who had inquired to captain janeway about possibly serving on that ship but then retracted she took herself out of the hat
1: uh, how about this because i yeah. like what you said about you know like cisco like um cisco being the one calling janeway out i really like that idea okay i yeah, think yeah, that's yeah. good I, I don't think people would really dig on the idea of Jadzia wanting to leave Deep Space. You're Nine. right. Yes. So I think what we could do is say, like, a, like Cisco's like, you know, Jadzia is a really great off op- Just like you said, J- uh, Jadzia is a really great officer, but I need her. And Jane was like, so that's why you rejected my request three times. And he's like, yes. He's like, but he's like, you have yet to bring it to Jadzia's attention.
0: okay keep going
1: and so that's when janeway says listen i need a great science officer you have a great science officer like you have you have an entire scientific team that would do well i just need to borrow her i just need to borrow her for a couple of weeks and then i'll bring her back yeah
0: like i think janeway would really be trying to sell this idea where hey it's just temporary um now, I don't remember right off the bat if Jadzia has any serious specialties that would make her the perfect person for this mission. Because that know, would be like a real like, selling point.
1: Yeah, maybe just like she's been in the Badlands before. You know, you know, you've Ooh. you she has been there several times, she's navigated several times, and she's a science officer. And he said, like, and maybe Cisco says, BS, you just want her for a few weeks. You want to woo her for your long term scientific mission and she's like well i'd be lying if i wasn't going to offer it to her you know like that kind of thing
0: yeah now do you suppose yeah is janeway gonna relent and say yeah guilty is charged
1: in a a way she would say like she would say like yeah it's the first missions just for a couple of weeks but hey if she wants
0: to stay on full time that's her business yeah i like the idea that jadzia maybe has been around in the badlands and she wants kind of an expert to help Mm -hmm. navigate them and since she's so close on Deep Space Nine and she's, we're already here, can I borrow her, please?
1: And I think... Oh,
0: what if oh, go ahead. when Voyager is reported missing, doesn't come back, does Cisco kind of feel some guilt about that? Like, oh, gosh, maybe I should have sent Jadzia because something went wrong and maybe she could have helped them.
1: I think that's a good ending note where, like, we have the short trek and then it's like, you know, like three weeks later or something like that. And- yeah, yeah. Like we see Cisco getting the news about Voyager being lost, and he, uh, you know, he feels regret, and he talks with uh, with Jadzia, and Jadzia is like, "Well, we have no idea if me being there would have made any difference. The only thing that we do know is that I would have been lost with them."
0: Right. It's good to acknowledge that because we had to go there.
1: I think before we have that conversation, it would be fun if. Janeway and Cisco and Jadzia were in a room okay. where, like, Janeway and Cisco are in his ready room. It's his home turf. Yeah, and they call in Jadzia, and like Jadzia is like, "What's this all about? What's going on?" And um, and then Cisco explains it, you know, being really kind of gruff, saying like, "Yeah, you know, like it's not that great, whatever." <laughs> and Jane was like, "No, it's going to be awesome," and. <laughs> Jadzia's no. like, this is a lot to think about. Like, we kind of teeter on a little bit where we show that Jadzia's seriously thinking about it.
0: I, I have an idea. What if we start out this short trek where Jadzia and Ben are in his office just chatting, a little, you know, whatever conversation, blah, blah, blah. Janeway reports into Cisco's office, like, hey, I'm here, blah, 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 blah. And uh, Jadzia brings up, oh, you guys are headed to the Badlands. Yeah, that... There's so much fascinating stuff out there. Maybe leading into that whole idea for the conversation later, like maybe Jadzia really is a little bit interested, but Cisco is protecting (laughs) his interests at hand, creating a little more of a a dynamic perhaps, and a little bit of foreshadowing.
1: Can I take what you said and maybe tweak it just a little bit? Please. So building off of what we talked about earlier where... uh, like where Janeway said that Cisco denied his request three times and didn't even bring it to Jadzia. What if that third time she actually sent the message directly to Jadzia?
0: And uh where
1: like submitting it to the captain is a formality, but it's not a rule. It's just something that's supposed to be expected where Mm -hmm. you're just like, Hey, just so you know, I'm sending this offer to your, one of your officers, but it's completely up to them. And he said, no, each time, but since it's just a formality and Janeway loves breaking rules, she's like, "Fine, screw you. I'm gonna, you know, offer it straight to Jadzia." And so, we do that whole thing that you just talked about. But uh, Jadzia comes in, and like Jadzia is talking with Cisco, and Jane was just like, "Oh, Jadzia, just the person I wanted to see." And Jadzia is like, "Yes, Captain Janeway, you're uh, like you. Uh, I was. It, it was interesting to get your message last week." And Cisco's like, "Too Excuse me. What? Okay. Well, okay. You, you, you get what I'm, you see what I'm getting at though.
0: I I see what you're getting at. And also this is going to turn into a great way to end with the line of Cisco asking Jadzia, you know, would you have gone? Like, or, or basically how did you answer Janeway's request? And of course I'm staying here.
1: Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 that, that timeline, she wouldn't be having that conversation after they were lost.
0: Well, okay, I think this needs to be constructed to-, to where like, okay, let's say, I love your idea of her going, like Janeway breaking the rules because that's what Janeway likes to do and going straight to Jadzia, but what if, okay, what if Ben is a little bit of the bad guy here where it's just him getting the request because of the chain of command mm-hmm. and Jadzia finds out that he has denied that request three times and Ben asks Jadzia, if I'd given you the option, would you have said yes? And she said, no.
1: Okay. I think that's fine. I think we can do that. Um, It would have been a little poetic. Like, we do everything we said, but we need to have that conversation before they're lost. Yes, yes. Like, Janeway makes her case on Voyager, like, while giving the tour, where we have our E! Entertainment News, you know, showcase.
0: (laughs) Showing off the sets. Yep.
1: And so, Janeway, like, kind of throws down the hammer and says, like, shouldn't that be up to Jadzia? And Cisco's like, you know what? You're yeah. right. And so we don't, we don't have Janeway there. We don't have Janeway for that conversation. Where it's just Cisco and Zia in his ready room and he calls her in and says, this is the mission. This is what's going on. I know she says it's just for a couple of weeks, but I know that she wants you for her and as a permanent member of her senior staff. Is that something you want to do? And she's like, Wait, like, and she gets pissed at him for just now telling him this
0: mm. or telling her this. I kinda like that. I like that. Now are you talking about putting that at the very beginning?
1: No, at the end.
0: At the end. Hmm. I feel like we've got two different ideas going on but with a lot of the same information. <laughs> I would have actually I would actually have them maybe talking vaguely, Jadzia and Cisco, about the mission in the in his office right before Janeway shows up. Like we don't entirely know what they're even talking about.
1: Okay, does okay. that make any sense? Let me l- let me throw it down because I think I think I get what you're saying now, and I think I can concede to that kind of structure. So let's see here. Okay, so it opens up on Deep Space Nine, we're inside Cisco's office, uh-huh. and Jadzia comes into Cisco's office and says, or like we we're we're outside and Voyager just docks. It shows up and just docks. Sure. Jadzia walks into Cisco's office, and says voyagers here uh captain janeway would like to meet you and se- and is offering you a personal tour knowing that you helped design voyager or what? or like actually or even saying like uh, like offering you a personal tour and um is and uh cisco's like yes i have been waiting for this um i you know like i helped design yeah. her and i think she knows that and is like oh that's that's interesting it's like like have you met janeway before or something like that and um Maybe no, even, like, but I've studied that, that
0: ship. <laughs> yeah,
1: but no, but I've studied that ship. And um, he's like, this kind of reminds me of our previous conversation. And she's like, yes. And he goes, so have you decided? And she goes, no, because I, was, I, I wanted to meet the captain first. He's mm. like, okay. He's like, well, you know how I feel about it. And she's like, well, you know how I feel about it. And he's like, well, let me know how it goes. And she's like, you do the same. And then he, like, like, he, yeah, Cisco, we Cisco does the whole thing. Right, we then we do the tour and blah, 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 blah. We do the tour and it's that conversation. Cisco says, and like Janeway says, you denied my request three times. And he's like, yes, and one of those times you went behind my back. <laughs> and yeah. um, and uh, she's like, yes, I have to admit, I'm sorry. I broke pro- protocol, but not a rule. She's like, he goes, yes, I can respect that. And, um, <laughs> he's, and Janeway says, like, I just felt like it was... It was only right to let Jadzia make the uh, the decision, not have somebody else make it for her. Yeah, and
0: also, should we yeah. acknowledge that Cisco has a little bit of a bias? I mean, he's also mm-hmm. got ties to Curzon as well as Jadzia. Oh and yeah, this is a completely selfish decision on his part.
1: Yes, absolutely. I, I think that would be that would be news to Janeway. Like she didn't know that, and she was just like, "Oh, oh. yeah, no." I un-. she's like, "I understand that. Then, like, I have my own connections. I mean, I have yeah, two bunk." That's why he's here. And so, yeah. And that's why I'm need to go find him, you know? And so that ties into the mission. And so we can talk about the mission on the show.
0: Good parallels there.
1: And then it ends, um, like Janeway, like Cisco and Janeway are talking about it. And Janeway says, like I'm meeting with Jadzia. Um, you know, like if she says, yes, we'll need to leave right away. And he goes, okay. And then we see Voyager leave. And then it, Cuts to a shot of Cisco standing right next to to Jadzia watching Voyager from the promenade shooting away. And so Mm. we know that Jadzia did not leave on Voyager.
0: Yeah. Now, do they need to talk about that at all? Like, why did you decide not to go?
1: I think we don't have any speeches. Like, we don't have any talk there. We don't have anybody say anything. It's just it's clear that Jadzia is there. She decided not to go. They're watching from the window. And then we fade back three weeks later, fade up. And that's when they have the conversation where Cisco lets Judzia know that they're lost. They have the conversation that we talked about. And that's when he asks the question. He says, he's like, why "Why did you say no? Like, why did you stay here?
0: Yeah. Okay. Great. This is perfect. Okay. This is nailed down. This is a story now.
1: Yeah. I think that's the way to go.
0: Cool. I love it. Totally digging on that. I really wish it would have happened.
1: I know. These yeah, this would have been interesting. It's so funny because we 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 joked about not including Deep Space Nine and both episodes took place <laughs> on Deep Space Nine.
0: Yeah, and we I, I feel like there's even more we could do with this. So maybe we reprise this topic at some point.
1: Oh, I would love I would love to do this next week. I don't even need to. Okay, do it at well some point.
0: <laughs> maybe that's what we do. How about that? But for today, we need to wrap up.
1: We do need to wrap up. We're running out of time and we thank you guys so much for listening and please keep the ideas coming, keep the topics coming and let us know what you thought of this particular episode. What did you think about our 90, our two ninety short treks? Uh, how would, would you abort? do it? How would you guys do it? What kind of stories would you love to see? Uh, and also I kind of want to know, how would you release them? You know, because this is yeah. an interesting, fun, nostalgic thing. How would you release them? And, uh, and so please let us know by going to thenerdparty.com slash contact by emailing us. And you can also find us all over social media we're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. All you got to do is type in The Nerd Party and you will find us. So I cannot wait to see what we come up with next week. But until then, we're going to punch it.
0: Ready for warp, sir. Let's punch it.